0: Would you like to just go get some beers? <laughs> you just want to yeah. get out of here and get some beers. Yeah, <laughs> there goes the baker
1: with yeah, the There goes <laughs> with axe, like always. <laughs> Will it be a hanging or an axe today? <laughs> Welcome to season six. Wow, of the Presquential Podcast. I think it's season six. This is now historically adjacent. Presented by the Presquential Podcast. I'm Blaine Zimmerman. Hi, Blaine. And <laughs> I'm joined by my friend Russ Slivka, means uh, and Ryan Allart. Oh, oh, thanks. Yeah. So it's been a minute. We haven't recorded since before Christmas. It's now 2024. We're back. I had this realization because I was talking about how, specifically talking about sports talking heads, how they have to fill 24 hours. And I don't understand who watches those shows. It's a lot. probably make the same comment about the news, yeah, right, throughout the day. There's not However, 24 hours worth of news. So I I'm wonder done. how many of the ratings, or how much of the ratings, are dogs. Because Uh you know, a lot of people leave their TV on when they go to work for their dogs. Yeah.
2: Well, they must, okay, if there are, then they must be playing for the dogs as well. (laughs) They must be doing something (laughs) like the producers must Uh, be saying, like, you know, 25% of our viewing audience is dogs. So,
1: like, squeeze toy. But I wonder how much I just, I refuse to believe (laughs) that millions of people watch sports talk radio all day.
0: Well, listen, I I know an episode of our show that would have gotten a lot of female dog ratings uh, because we had a rescue dog on the show. a real hot male dog? Well, he had a raging erection the the entire segment. And I was just looking at the monitor that's right below the camera, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope they're aware of this in the control room that this dog... Is so it highly was, aroused.
1: It was very evident to from, me. Okay, to everyone. Did they put yeah. like a thing over it that was like inhumane? No,
0: well, yeah, like the lower third. His forearm was blocking it from a certain camera angle, but then yeah. when I went to another camera angle, it was just like it was bigger than his. Forearm. It was it was Red Rocket. Do yeah. dogs have forearms? This was his good side. This one had three legs, so I don't. Nope, sure didn't. You meant forearms like F O R E? Yeah, this dog had three limbs. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like he had a Sounds four. Like he had four. <laughs> Is it really season six?
1: I think so. So we wow. did three seasons of Presidents. Yeah. We did a season of American Gladiators. Thank you for enjoying that four. with us. Yeah. And then we did last season, so this is six. Yeah. I had a, a presidential
0: uh, factoid come to my mind today during church, because our pastor Nate is from the Central African Republic, and he <laughs> was traveling to Liberia, I believe, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember the presidential fact? It's early. It's like literally yeah. within the first five presidents. Like Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. Monroe.
1: yeah. Capital of Mon- uh, is Monroe. Yeah. So I had a similar experience today presidentially. I Googled why does squinting help you see better? Okay. Hmm. Why does it? Changes the shape of your eye. Huh?
2: Oh, I thought it'd be like a light thing.
1: So two. it changes the shape of your eye, but it allows a light more light into your eye. Okay. Because I was squinting because I probably need glasses. And then I was like, yeah. why does that work?
2: You, Wait, how I bet you could have this a allow off, more but... light into your eye, I, or maybe it's more concentrated, like laser.
1: I, it's different angles, glass. right? It's like I didn't read the whole thing. I got what I needed out of the Google, yeah, and I moved on. All right. Oh, I, so there wasn't a presidential tidbit no. attached to that. You just googled <laughs> sweat I, is squinting help you see better.
2: I mean. W he's squinted a lot, yeah. right? Just always looking
1: squint. Now watch this draft. <laughs> now watch this draft. <laughs> so Ryan, uh, yeah, you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. I'll go Let's first. hear what you got. Show right, me great. what you got. Um, have either of you
0: heard about Giovanni Battista Bugatti?
1: Sounds like a B- ball player.
0: Yeah, like the car. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. But it was it was not. He's As far as I know. I was
1: going to say, he seems like he's been around before the car. Why'd yeah. they name the car he's, after
0: him? He's not, because <laughs> I realized been. later on study he did not have any children, though he was married. Hmm. So I don't know if maybe a cousin started the, the car line, but this guy. Or maybe just another person was named Bugatti. That's also been. possible. Yeah. Could have been. So at 17 years old, Giovanni Battista Bugatti started being in charge of executions for the papal states in oh. Italy.
2: So like the Vatican
0: at age 17. Yeah, and and I'm not 100% about like how the whole papal state thing went back then. I don't yeah. know if the they papal were like mill. city states, the papal mill. <laughs> the papal
1: mill. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the white smoke comes out. But
0: he was the from 1796 to 1864. He was the longest serving 70 years, bro. The longest serving Just executioner. Joking dudes for seventy mm-hmm. years. <laughs> so his nickname, uh his nickname was Mastro Tita. T-I-T-T-A. Mastrotita. What is that? What Master does that of, that mean? of the Tast. Master, <laughs> Master of the T. <laughs> <laughs> so it's based on Maestro di Giusticia or Master of Justice. Oh. Oh. So okay. Mastro okay. Tita. So he starts this when he's seventeen years old. I don't know who was president in 1796. I can't remember that. Uh, but it lasted until the Civil War, the American Civil War.
1: Been so
2: what does that mean? If, what, if you're the execute, the papal. Uh-huh. That means it is a long
1: time.
0: No, but is he like, <laughs> he's like torturing people too? or is Well, it just,
1: okay. We're going to get to that. All right. Master, master.
0: <laughs> so, 1796 through the majority of the American Civil War, this guy is just killing people for the papal states, okay? So, up until 1810, the method of execution... Wouldn't that have ahead. been John Adams? 1796?
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, would have been around there.
1: It would have been one of the
0: first five. Because Washington was what, 1783, 87? I think it was 87. Might so, have been Adams.
1: Oh, no, it was Adams. 1796. Or maybe a, No, that might have been Thomas Jefferson.
0: Producer Russ, do you mind looking up who was president oh. in 1796? Why do we not yeah.
1: know this? I think it's Thomas Jefferson.
0: I'm I'm surprised it wasn't. Um, Season one, two, and three. Us are very disappointed right now that we don't remember this. Anyway, up until 1810, the method of execution was beheading by axe, hanging, or just getting beaten by a mallet. (laughs) That
1: one's my favorite. (laughs) Just gallaghering people. (laughs) Okay, you got to do that again because I was trying to look
2: up who was present in 1796. 1796. Who? Yeah, well. It's John Adams. Yes. Okay. First guess. He, but he was 1797 to 1801.
1: Okay. So it's still George Washington. Still no. George Washington. Yeah. Washington through, let's say, Lincoln. This guy. I is just wanted, I want the record to state that my first gut guess was cor- correct. Very correct. Of, yes. Noted. Noted. Uh,
2: what were the executions again?
0: Axe. Okay. Hanging. And Gallagher. Right. Or just getting malleted.
2: Malleted like in the head.
0: Like a, someone yeah. comes around this guy. Do you remember
2: that guy? Yeah, I remember Gallagher in <laughs> the watermelons. Yeah, this guy Gallagher too
0: just hits you in the head with a mallet until you're dead.
3: <laughs> good Lord, how man Giovanni Battista? Like one's
0: be- one would do it. Well, that was the thing you wanted. You wanted a good executioner because you didn't want to be in pain. right. And so but- he's like. I know where Why to didn't pick you they, up. Do you think they they were close you enough to France. Did France just have all the guillotines? Well, let me tell you about that, Blaine. So the French introduced the use of the guillotine, which was continued after the papal states regained their sovereignty. The first papal guillotining occurred in 1816. So oh. this guy has done it all. Chop your head off with
1: an axe, hang you, gallagher your head. I would hope, dude, that axe, you. if it's not sharp, Mm-hmm. That's mean, gonna take some time and effort. Okay. Do you get
2: to choose? Like
1: if I you had it. to
2: choose head chopped off. What news?
1: <clears throat> I have a more important question. And From, I hope, l- hold on. Let me do? ask
0: let me ask let me answer Russ. From what I found, you were assigned your execution for certain like treachery or theft, you had your head chopped off and then you were quartered.
2: Yeah. I mean ripped well, apart. Well, sure,
0: but at that point, who cares? Yeah, it's a good point.
2: Why wouldn't quarter just be one of the executions? That's
0: a great point. Maybe it was too gory, I don't know.
2: Um, oh, okay, questions.
0: that's what's stopping them. <laughs> yeah. Let's do I've it to a headless body instead. I'm of the I I'm of the seen, right age. I haven't seen um, Faces of Death. The, oh, yeah.
1: Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. What were uh, punishable by death? Because I feel like it's probably a whole lot more than it is now. Yeah. It's so much. Yeah. It had to be just... <laughs> Everything. Horsery, witchcraft.
2: You weigh more than a duck. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's like like, in that episode.
1: I think it's a Portlandia when Fred Armisen's like straight to jail. (laughs) Listen to to music. Go to jail.
0: (laughs) Go to jail. (laughs) How many executions do you think Giovanni Bugatti did over the 68 years he worked? All right. Let's do some
1: math. So uh, we have to. Okay. So Catholics, especially then, everything was terrible. How
2: many times a week? Are they execute. Do you? Is there a day of execution? Mm-hmm. Like they can't do question. it on the Sabbath. Yeah, but you right?
1: can do more than one on your day of execution. But do you think it's like a Tuesday? It's not a Sunday. <laughs> it's not a Saturday. Bed. I bet it's like a. Maybe it's, it's Friday. Like, let's kick the weekend oh, off. Oh, yeah. It's mm. probably Friday. Because there's no real entertainment. Yeah. People definitely were watching this for fun. Oh, yeah. we'll get to that, too. Yeah. All it the way up until work week. Garfield killed it. Well, wasn't it Garfield right. They got rid of public executions in, in New, like York? Or, uh, uh, New York? Houston uh Houston.
0: New York. I feel like it was – wasn't it Gro- – no, Grover Cleveland, Grover Cleveland did the executions. He was the hangman. He was what? the sheriff, wasn't he, of Buffalo? Yeah, no, but he, but he wasn't, wasn't – like, No,
1: he was the one that put them behind the curtain so public couldn't watch it anymore. You're right. I think it was Cleveland. Um so I'm going to say set 68 years. Yep. I mean, if you did 100 a year, that's 6,800. So two a week. Well, that would be... They probably took Christmas week off. That would be... <laughs> yeah, that would be two a week. But it's got to be more than that. It's got to be some astronomical number. Like, it's, I'm going to... Hold on. You yeah. go first. See, whenever somebody asks me... Like, yeah. How much do
2: you think it is? I always go like. How much
0: is a banana? You're, you're Bill Gates <laughs> saying that a gallon of milk is. Like I always want to go
2: way over, so they never ask me that anymore. Okay. I'm going to say realistically, 70 years. I'm going to say
1: 47,000. Okay, uh, one dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> because on if down. you're taking that approach, then I know I'm going to be the closest. Out I don't think over. I'm wrong, though. You said 40. How many? That's a lot. 47,000. Really? Uh, I'm 47. going to go 15,000. <laughs> Okay, both of you are
0: going to be very disappointed. It was only five hundred fourteen. Oh. so he would do seven. He would do seven a year. Oh. Seven a year. Guess what he was doing in his off time.
1: <laughs> so it wasn't that long ago. I didn't even consider that. It wasn't. I'm thinking. I think we're both like in the 1600s in our head, yeah. and we're like, yeah, they're no. killing people left and right yeah. Yeah. in the 1800s. Everybody like, was a witch. There's, yeah, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. That's so I wasn't even considering f- five hundred fourteen. <laughs> um,
2: He's a real underachiever. G-
0: guess what he was doing during his office? 15,000. Uh, 47,000.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I should have stuck with one. <laughs> yeah,
2: 70 years is a long time. It's a
0: long time to be killing people. Yeah. yeah. Or not killing people. An average
1: of seven a year. So, What, what, what was he doing in his office? You time? have to be so firm in your faith. Oh, yeah. To live that life, mm-hmm. right? You have to be Delusional. Dead. De- yeah, dead set that? on what I'm doing yeah. is the right thing. Well, he, I am I am executing judgment he, he on re- behalf of God himself.
0: So he was very H that's my guess. He was very fastidious in the way that he recorded the names, the crimes, the way they were killed. Oh, so he, had
1: he a, was just a psycho. He had a
0: journal. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he, he was um,
1: everyone. He kept one pinky. Yeah, he, in a one. pit. <laughs> he guess
0: guess <laughs> what he instead and his
1: of fifty five w- gallon drum of ears. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Guess what he and his wife did when he was not chopping people's heads off. No,
1: oh, uh, oh. Go- hold on, gondola
2: rides. Why did you include his wife? <laughs> now it's because he was weird. married.
0: He didn't have kids. But How when was
1: he married? He had. A, he was a papalist.
0: <laughs> um, heating an air. <laughs> Just an HVAC yeah, company. Just an gondola rides. <laughs> gondola rides? Uh, he sold painted umbrellas to tourists. There was a district called the Umbrella District, and oh, you can okay. still go to it. It's called like Via de Umbrella or whatever it is. Yeah. That's where he lived. And he couldn't actually leave his neighborhood because the thought was if this guy leaves this neighborhood, he's going to get killed by yeah. family members who he has off. Yep. Another theory was yeah. because anywhere this guy went, it drew attention. They didn't want a ton of crowds everywhere for just, you know, yeah. Safety. But when he did have an execution, it was like you'd mentioned, like it was like the entire town came out and it was like, there was no Internet. Tita's on his way to the the guillotine. (laughs) But they would bring their kids, the townspeople would bring their kids to this. Of course, yeah. To show them. Yeah, you gotta get
2: out of the house. It's like something.
0: But it's like, hey, don't do what that guy did. Yeah. Because masrotita
1: will chop your head off. Oh. You, but if I you want to so get so into, into that business like- here in a couple of years, all you need to do is move to France. <laughs> That's <laughs> you right. just do it in the street. Just do he, it. He re- became like a boogeyman, I bet. Uh-huh. Yeah. So oh, he had yeah. to
0: stay. The neighborhood in uh, in Italy where he was oh, was yeah. Trastavere was the name of his neighborhood. He couldn't leave. There was a bridge. And as he would cross it, this entire town would follow him. And he was very well-dressed. <laughs> He was a short, portly man. Flute.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, the residents of Rome were alerted that the execution was about to take place when Mastro Tita would cross the bridge and everyone would come and witness the event. Dude, there is the opportunity for
1: a fantastic musical here. Oh yeah. Jack Black oh, yeah. Like, I Jack just, Black as Mastro Tita. I'm just imagining like the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, where everybody's right. singing as he's coming across the bridge. <laughs> there goes the baker with yeah, the with with musical. Axe like always. <laughs> Will it be a hanging or an axe? Good morning, Belle. Also, there's no way that dude ate that many eggs. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Gaston? Yeah. Gaston. yeah. How many? It was like 24 a day? It was there's a lot. no way. It's a lot. They didn't have indoor plumbing.
0: I met a. F- so much protein. <laughs> I met a French bulldog <laughs> puppy named Gaston the other day, and I was like, that's the perfect name for that dog. They were Italian.
2: I feel like there has to be an opera mm. that includes this guy, right? Mm. It's
1: impossible I don't know. that there wouldn't be. Oh, I, yeah, that's a good point. I do you. are so it. cultured. Yeah. I do know thanks. that
0: Charles Dickens wrote about him in one of his books.
1: Great expectations.
0: Pictures from Italy in 1846. That
1: line, it was Pictures the best of, of times, <laughs> it was the worst of times, was about him. It was just like, the best of times was Mastro yeah, And the worst of times was whoever's head was mm. on the chopping
0: block. Well, that's I guess the way that they would do it was they would have a leather bag or a basket right underneath. And it, he was, one, he was very swift. And he obviously, with 514 attempts, he he knows what he's doing, and he would immediately lift up the head, show it to the crowd, go to the
1: each corner. Are you not entertained? (laughs) Yeah, it's like Clash of the
2: Titans. When he, you know that, but you know
1: there was at least once where he missed, and he got that thing stuck in somebody's Mm. skull, and he's got his foot (laughs) on the dude's face, like trying to pull the axe off. Yeah, (laughs) the guys like. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. it's yeah. okay <laughs> yeah.
2: that had to have happened so many times
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I mean you can't be because it's not accurate. like he did it a lot every yeah. year mm-hmm. he did it seven times a year yes he did yeah and,
0: his and his his guillotine was not like the French one that's like angled it had a neck piece that was shaped like a V so it was like a blade like that oh, that yeah. came down oh that kind of
1: oh so okay
0: you'd had your head in the circle and then the thing kind of came around like an upside down V. Yeah. Yeah. You can see his blood-stained clothes, axes and that guillotine that I just mentioned in Rome at the Museum of Criminology at Via del Gonfalone in Rome. You can see Giovanni Battista Bugatti's blood-splattered cloak and axe on display.
2: So he had mu- of course he had multiple axes. Of course. Like do yeah. you think he had Looking at a person, seeing they had a especially thick neck, he's like, "Well, I better
0: use Betsy." Or that's a good question. You know? yeah. yeah, I'll show you guys a picture, and you're you're welcome to obviously. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot. I didn't Google even think it. about that. Photography existed when this guy was alive. Uh huh. And this cloak is terrifying. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. straight up Wait, looks is like. Is there the, a picture? Oh my god! It looks yeah. like the angel
0: of death. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was. Um, yeah, and this was the this was the axe that he used. It looks
1: very rusty. <laughs> well, it looks, now, yeah, it looks oxen, very Vikingish. They, well, it's a hundred. Very 60 years old now.
2: Wait, he also hit people in the head with mallets until they were yeah. dead.
1: Yeah, like, If I you bet do he that, if the mallet's big enough and you do it right, he probably could do it in one
0: fell swoop. He was replaced by a guy named Vincenzo Balducci. Uh, Who was on, a real psycho, I <laughs> on, on August 17th of 1864, Pope Pius IX granted him a pension with 30 scudi. And I don't know how much a scudi is.
2: Like a scudi snack?
0: S C U D I. So apparently yeah, enough to uh, to do it. So his very first execution, I'll close on this, uh, quote in his little uh, journal. On March 28, 1797, I beat with a mallet and ripped Valentino Marco Rossi, who killed his uncle and his cousin, to take revenge for the unequal division made of a common inheritance. So he just straight up malleted and ripped. Now, I don't know what ripped means. Maybe, but I,
2: Maybe it's like rest in peace.
0: Uh, maybe it's quartered after. Oh, maybe that's what it is. But he malleted a guy and then I think quartered his body on day one. Uh, <laughs> that was his first execution. And he was
1: like, I really gotta limit these to seven a year.
2: <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> that was a lot. True. The the malleting on the first one, you think he would want to go for something that was a little more, mm-hmm. you know, assured. Like yeah. a hanging. Right. Maybe do a hanging on day one where you're not yeah. physically yeah. you're like pulling a lever versus Correct. Hitting somebody in the head with a mallet, yeah, more than once, I bet.
0: Yeah, just because thwacking somebody right in the head.
2: Do you think that was the first time he ever killed somebody?
0: I bet it wasn't. I don't know, and and I couldn't really find anything about why he was chosen to be the guy. He was
2: like, that guy's a psycho. Yeah, he's going to enjoy like
0: (laughs) Giovanni, but Giovanni. Giovanni. There's there's a uh, there's a picture in a woodcut from the 19th century of him offering snuff to a condemned prisoner who's about to get his head chopped Yet. off. which also, is, is kind of sure cool he did
2: a lot of snuff.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. What is snuff? It's I think it's tobacco like, that you it's snort. Tobacco that you just
1: snort, oh, right? There's
2: no like There's no like cocaine or anything in it? I don't think no, it's. It's, like it's tobacco cocaine.
1: you snort. It's like, it's, like powder really, really tobacco. Fine. Right? Hmm, I tried right. it once in the army. Yeah. Somebody had a thing of it and I was like I always wanted to know what this is like. Cause you see it on like old westerns and Sure. You, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. it sure, burns so awful. bad
0: oh I have
1: it burns sure. so bad so that's my story about Giovanni Battista okay Pugatti. basic so rough questions. math yeah go just ahead. on a quick search 30 scooty in 1864 would be about eight hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars today so that was his pension if that like yeah translation because scooty doesn't exist anymore mm. the thing I found was like one scooty was about fifteen dollars okay And so I was like, what was $15 in 1864? Yep. And then did that conversion. Got it. Times 30. So he was balling. Yeah. Well, he was 70. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's shocking he even lived to that age. And that he, I mean, I assume he was never
2: able to leave that town.
1: I don't think he so. He could be, he I could would have he, as much money. But he he's seems not. like the type of guy that, that probably died pretty quickly After once he lost his purpose.
2: I bet he like wore people's faces as like a disguise, you know? <laughs> made umbrellas out I, of them. I, I, oh, <laughs> I mean, and his wife, I bet she you, bet was oh, killing him. Okay, too. so of the yeah.
1: 700? 500. 500. How, 500. How many of them didn't do it? Mm. More than thirty percent,
2: or didn't do what? Like, if, I assume they were getting killed for something that wasn't like well, so super terrible. But also,
1: it was I. It was eighteen hundred, so it probably was right. like murder, rape, really cr- like crazy crime. Because like even here by then, like we had a yeah. halfway decent criminal justice system. All
2: right.
1: So like we weren't killing people for like stealing from the corner store. Mm. Mm. Well, not I,
2: I question certain that. I people. bet I bet they actually probably were
1: i don't know i don't know i just it, I'm, i would assume that there probably wasn't a whole lot of due process involved
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh this leads so, into my story i'm gonna go next
1: all right
0: oh let's quick. take a quick break all right. when we come back we're gonna Fine. hear from producer russ you're listening to season six which i can't believe is that that's actually happening yeah that's wild of historically adjacent brought to you by the breast podcast we'll be right back Have you ever opened your pantry and wondered, what am I going to do with these 32 half-used Yankee candles in here? Listen, home decorating can be hard, especially when you've got a thousand other things going on. You need the Jealous Neighbor. My sister Heather started the Jealous Neighbor to help homeowners use the furniture and decor they already have in their home, add to it on a budget, and discover the home they've always wanted. Whether you need help just sprucing up your home's entryway or you need your entire first floor redecorated, go to facebook.com slash thejealousneighbor to schedule your consultation with my sister heather she will guide you through an hour consultation in person or virtually help you assess the furniture and decor you already have in your home and give you a plan to take your home from bow to wow get an hour of redecorating with heather free when you mention that you heard about the jealous neighbor on the Presequential podcast go to
1: facebook.com slash the jealous neighbor today welcome back we just learned about the maestro master um, I, I don't. I don't understand t- how that guy slept at night. But now it's going to be Russ's turn. Like a rock. I bet. No, I'm telling you, it just had to be such strong conviction that what he was doing was yeah, right. Or he just like really
2: enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah.
1: <narratives> he executed five hundred and fourteen sanctioned serial with, by hand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. He he enjoyed
0: it. Do you okay. think at one point he broke his mallet on someone's head and he was like, "I need to"? Sorry, I got to finish this with my axe.
2: Yeah,
1: or he just got his backup mallet. Yeah. Well, once you said... Actually, in my head, that's like probably got a lot of merit stuff. to it. Because once you said he was picking up the heads and showing it to all corners of the crowd, like you're yeah. right, he was hamming it up. Yeah. yeah, he was. All right. We, we got to move on. Do you yeah. think
2: it's like the a mallet like at the uh, carnival where you're doing the strength test? <laughs> Do you think it's like that kind of mallet? Or is it like a small... Smaller. I hope it's
0: like that. It's probably like a bobby stick in the UK. <laughs> I but I know. hope that oh, it would be... Okay. Like someone's head goes up the thing? No. And like hits yeah. the... <laughs> yes. The yeah.
1: blood. Once his head comes off, yeah. the blood goes... Squirts up. It's like, ding, 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 you know, who- the crowd would have and loved it. And then it guesses its weight. God. Yeah. I wonder if they did
2: that kind of like showmanship for the crowd. Because mm. mm. they're pulling in a big crowd. Why yeah. not have a bell that dings with the head wonder- flying up? Mm. That's why they did the quartering. Did you see
0: the execution? I wonder thing? if As the closer.
1: like John Tyler's son whose son is still alive, Oh yeah, I remember ever went true. to oh, one? Yeah. I don't know. Like, are we potentially two generations from someone who saw an execution by this wow. guy?
0: Wow. Hmm.
1: Producer Russ. I am talking about Ignaz Trebich Lincoln. Okay. Oh.
0: Those three names don't I'm sound like I'm pretty excited because I don't
1: think I'm going to be able to pronounce mine either. All right. Go, go ahead. So I, only, I think like... all three of us had have stories tonight where we can't pronounce the name yeah. of the dude.
2: Yeah. I meant to, like, Google... How to actually say it? But I didn't do that. So, okay. Ignaz Trebich is like T R E B I T C H dash Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, you probably got that right. I think so. He was born in Hungary in 1879 to an Orthodox. I'm born in Hungary. I'm born in Hungary. Do you think they ever use that in their like spots? <laughs> I'm <born> hungry. <laughs> like the tourism board. I'm oh, we Hungary! must <laughs> to an orthodox jewish family okay as a child he got in trouble for theft
0: like mm-hmm. a lot of good thing he wasn't in italy yeah yeah just in like, Hungary, baseball cards or
2: it didn't really say but it seemed like after a while um, people got pretty angry about it so maybe yeah. it was more than baseball cards okay because he had to flee mm. um, <clears throat> when you so, say child do we have an age like all throughout his childhood until he was a teen I mean, not... No, like, when did he flee? Well, how old
0: was he when he fled?
2: He was a teen.
0: Okay.
2: uh, I'd say, like, 18, probably. Back then,
0: 1879. Teenagers are grown men. Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. In their 40s. So he fled to London, where he took up with Christian missionaries. And on Christmas Day, 1899, so 20 years old. Yeah, okay. He was 20 years old. He was baptized.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Just so we're clear, no relation to the president? No, okay. no. So he's
0: he's an Orthodox Jew from Hungary mm-hmm. who emigrates for, for his life, England. yes, to the U.S. How to far, avoid prosecution,
1: and then gets. Is, where's Hungary again?
0: Hungary's like Central Europe. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: It's like by the Czech Republic. All
1: yeah. That. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Romania, but yeah, he got to really. an island. All right. Okay, so he he gets over to the states, falls in no, with he's American in missionaries.
2: No, 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 no. He is in London. He's in London. I'm and sorry. And he takes up with Christian missionaries. Okay. He gets baptized. Okay. And then they send him to Montreal, <laughs> okay. in France, not Canada, in Montreal for like his Mormon mission, oh, like what? for his Why Christian mission.
1: There's a Montreal okay. in France. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. I, yeah, I didn't. I mean, it makes sense because the one in I Canada just, is French. Okay, it's beautiful too. I,
2: I'm pretty. I'm
1: pretty
0: sure. Let's just say there is. All okay. Right.
1: So
2: they wanted him to go to the Jewish Orthodox Jewish community okay.
1: in Montréal. Montréal. It's yeah. a commune. It's just west of Carcassione yeah. in See? the Audi department. See, told you. Part of the Languedoc Lang- province <laughs> in present day Akatine. I don't speak French. It sounds very Jamaican at times. <laughs> it really does. does. <laughs> Okay. Rise above it.
2: So he was sent there to try to convert the Orthodox Jews to Christianity. Okay. Uh And then they kicked him out because he was complaining that he wasn't making enough money.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The stipend was too low. (laughs) Yeah. You don't go into missionary for uh, Uh for a paycheck.
2: Don't Don't you? (laughs) I would
1: argue that some people do. Some people do. For somebody. And at that time. Mm. There were actually lots of accounts of people just living abroad, collecting tithes, That's a good point. not doing any missionary work, being like, this is dope. Noted. All I have yeah. to do is go back to America once every three years and tell them sob stories about, yeah, this guy did. Anyway, you'll see. Ignized. So
2: at the time he changed his name to sound, I don't know, less Jewish, even though it really doesn't sound that Jewish. Um, he changed his name. Yeah. To, Lincoln. Yeah. To I T T Lincoln.
1: Like the, the
2: like satellite ITT campus. ITT and Lincoln Tech. Yeah. It's Come like mind. both of them together. It's like they did an IUPUI thing. ITT is t- the one that went
0: under. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's like they took both those schools and put did, them together. It was in one the
0: person? I Ignaz, the T was Trivich, mm-hmm. and, and then some other T was something else. Tough guy. Yeah. ITT Lincoln. ITT Lincoln. All right. Yeah. So they kicked him
2: out of London and he... Who's uh, they? No, they kicked him out of Montreal back to London. The... People that sent him on the, the missionary mission? people. I, missionary when you people. said kicked
1: him out, I assume you meant the the Orthodox Orthodox Jewish Jews people. kicked him out. Oh, of Oh, I, I assume they probably he kicked was with. Yeah, they were He was withdrawn
0: <laughs> he, from Montreal back to London by it. his yes, correct senders. Okay.
2: Correct, okay, because he was asking for too much money. I don't know. All right. So when he was back in London, he left the Christian missionary scene, and he became friends with the Archbishop of Canterbury.
0: Huh. Yeah. Okay. He became his... Which would be a Catholic person, correct? I don't know. That'd be Anglican.
1: All whats, right. what's the difference? Where is this Anglican coming Is there, is there coming not archbishops from? in Catholicism?
0: I think there would be. But in England, there wasn't a lot of Catholicism. There, It would have been Anglican at okay. that point. What, um, very presumptive of you, but that's fine. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> the French would have been Catholic.
2: Okay. What's All the, right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What's go ahead. the big difference... Uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind i don't we can't go down that
1: yeah. not today not today
2: i don't even know no, Rex Manning Day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about catholicism protestantism sometime but for this story let's continue with itt
2: later. yeah so he became the curate for the archbishop of canterbury which i think is like a secretary
0: was he in charge of malleting people at all no, I don't
2: think so.
1: But it did. But he would've. something you said led into this story, apparently. So yeah. So he was the secretary.
2: He got in trouble with the law a lot. You'll see.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Yeah. He was like his secretary. Take a letter. By being friends with the archbishop, he got to meet a lot of other people and politicians. And even though he was still a Hungarian citizen, he was elected to parliament. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. With you know no experience at all. He was just a missionary, and he... We do that still to this day. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) quite often. (laughs) Yeah, with the Liberal Party. It was like the Darlington was the name of the city. And at the time, they didn't get paid, right? If you were an MP or whatever it's called, Uh they didn't get paid. And that's a big thing for him. You know, he needs to make money.
1: Where's my money? Yeah, and he had like... Archbishop of Canterbury is still a position that exists to this day, and it is Anglican. That doesn't surprise me. Canterbury. Uh, at all, but
2: you know they could do that. They could not pay members of the parliament at the time because they were all from the aristocracy anyway. Mm. Like they, oh yeah, they were their landed. father
1: had it. They had so that land similarly owners. to here, they yeah. were pre-rich. Yeah, yeah, here we just still pay them and let them do insider trading. Right. Yeah. Got it. So <laughs> nice this moment
0: of just good snark. <laughs> yeah, brought to you by. <laughs> it's the completely same. fine. Nothing's yeah,
2: broken. Yeah, yeah. We're all fine with it. Right. No, No. No. Um, so he he couldn't really serve in the position because he didn't have any money and they weren't paying him any money. So he
0: had to do other side jobs. and So he went thrift. from a missionary position <laughs> he, <correct. laughs> uh-huh. to yeah. being a stand-up guy in Parliament.
2: Yeah. So he didn't have enough money to keep the position. So he had to end up giving it back up to the rich guy that he took it from, basically. Hmm. He took it from this like rich kid named... Peace, who's world B? uh, P E A S E, meta. That, oh. Who's who's been in his family for like decades, generations, right? Like the oh, name that position in parliament, <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're oh, the like
0: that like- and, you're, and you lose, you're like, oh, darn, I get to go back to mom and dad's estate, yeah.
2: At the time, so this was leading up to World War One. Mm-hmm. after he left parliament, he kind of traveled around scamming people like making money however he could like he tried to make something in like some shoddy oil investments like he would scam people for oil etc when does he start selling life insurance
0: (laughs) oh please tell me that this guy invented life insurance
2: he didn't (laughs) Ah, dang it but he did go to the British government and offer his services as
1: a spy (laughs) okay yeah Yeah. I like that I like that hey you uh you need a spy. Need a spy. Need yeah. I've guy. been to Montreal. Yeah. I've been here. Yeah. i have been Jewish, Christian, and Anglican. Yeah. yeah. Hungary. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, he may have been good. He's, you know, he's able to blend in with many different cultures. Sure. Anyway, they said no.
1: Mm. They didn't Shocking. want him. Usually when you just go offer yourself as a spy, they take you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. Welcome. They're so,
1: Recruiting is
2: tough right now. So when he got turned down by the British. Yeah. He went to the Germans <laughs> oh,
1: and he, wow. and he, to be, he was like, I'll be a double Wait, are agent. We're, we're in world wow. war one now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah.
2: He was like, I'll be a double agent. It's fine.
1: Yep. And they took him up on the offer. Wow. Herbert yeah. Hoover's just out here like getting, getting food to everybody. He's, He's like, you hear about this Hoover guy? Yeah. Funny, I hear he has guy. one of these all passes cards. <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets we're, food to everybody. We're going to get one of those.
2: So he did the German double agent thing wow. for a while.
0: Um, you said that like he took a fifth year or like a, a gap
1: yeah. year, <laughs> like through Germany yeah, for a yeah, while. You
0: know, yeah, that's he did what the you like. know double agent thing for a while. Uh huh. Hostels. So
2: he was supposed to meet with one of his <laughs> like differently uh, his German military attaché, like his um, contact, whatever. Yeah. What's it
0: called when they have like? No, that's a perfect. You, I know what is. Yeah, attache but there's is. a.
2: Who's the word what's the word for the person that the spy meets with? Like a handler?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: His handler. Like whose the, name was the field Franz. Officer. Franz von Papen. <laughs> <laughs> Franz von Pappen. <laughs> so uh once when he was meeting with his handler or whatever, London found out. Okay. And he was meeting with him in an airport. Are we talking big London? Airport? Yeah, airport. Okay. Not London, France. Or they had planes, but they had like commercial planes back then, right? Yeah, yeah, they like World Wars. War I. like residential planes. I mean, like for
1: noise. Uh, uh, no, not for like like commercial aviation. Yeah, no, I don't think yet. Okay, because this was when they still had like like blimps. Well, but like plane gunners literally like sat on the wing with a rifle. Yeah, like the Red Baron. No, that's yeah, oh, I know, but, but he was a spy. Did. I mean, like, I mean, anyway, just imagine how like. Wow. For one good of a shot you'd have to be But two like how Just insane you have to be To sit on the, in the wing of a plane And be like <laughs> <laughs> How do you
2: hit anything
0: uh, Sheer you, luck yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, So when
2: the British were after him He had to hop on a plane And fly to the United States In on order to avoid Prosecution oh, no. once again in London Okay, he was holding
0: on to the side like Indiana Jones. Yeah, there's something <laughs> on the wings.
3: Something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's this guy. I watched that Twilight Zone yeah. a little while ago. Dude, Twilight Zone is good. It's great. The old mm-hmm. Twilight Zone is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, Rod Serling the, is a genius. Surling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a genius. And what? Did all, you, what did you think about that episode?
2: It was great. Yeah. I mean, it was like it was William Shatner being William Shatner. Yeah. I didn't like, know
0: that it was Twilight Zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: it was William Shatner.
0: There's another Twilight Zone that's really good where it's like the end of the world. And this this it man is, is in the library favorite
2: one that is my f- it's and he, it's,
0: like he he survived nuclear annihilation right
2: cuz he got in the I'll room tell room you what it is room. I don't want you to guess at it cuz it's so good it's yeah. uh Burgess Meredith Rocky's sure get cut rock. me right cut me right that guy yeah yeah Rocky's coach the no oh, the, the original trainer yeah okay yes. yeah Burgess, not as
1: not what's his, what's her name's brother
2: no yeah no Burgess Meredith was in a lot of Twilight Zones also. He's like okay. the main character in a lot of them, but it is. It's this, like, he's a, a banker uh-huh. who all he likes to do is read. Yeah. And everybody gives him crap for it. They like his wife, like, um, you know, burns his books. So he, so he can't read his boss at work is like stop reading and taking his books away from there. And the only respite he gets is to go into at lunchtime, go into the bank vault with his books and read and nobody bothers him. So he yeah. goes into this bank vault and then nuclear war happens. Yeah. Everybody else gets wiped out except he's in the bank vault. He's so fine. He doesn't
0: die. But what happens?
2: He comes out and realizes that everybody is gone. But then like, There's no buildings. Mm. Everything's decimated. He also has big, thick Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. yeah,
0: That's an important part of this. story. Yeah, that's the
2: important part. He's walking around, and he's depressed because everyone else is gone. Everything else is done. And eventually, he winds up at a place where he finds a gun. Mm. And he is, like, given up. He is about to take his own life. Yes. And then he, like, looks across the street and somehow... The library still stands.
0: Dun, 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 so he's dun. he's
2: like, This is this is it. This is yeah. great. And the next scene, you see him out in front of the library, and he's got books stacked up, like dozens of stacks of books. And he's like, I have time now. Yeah. I can read. No I finally distractions. have time. There's no distractions. It was like the happiest day on earth. And then of course, he leans down and these Coke bottle glasses. Break on the ground, mm-hmm. so that and he, he can't. So he can't see anything. He yeah. can't read. He can't even find the gun again to kill himself.
0: Mm. Like it is, it's very purgatory.
2: Yeah, uh, it was it's very himself, the Last actually. Man on Earth. It's really good. The old okay. Twilight Zone is really, really good. So it's like a play.
0: This guy. This guy um, is now a German double agent.
2: Yeah, and now he has fled again to the United States mm. to get away from the british who found out he was a double agent okay right so he comes here he comes to new york and the first thing he does is he calls up
1: you guys need any spies
2: (laughs) even better he went to the new york world magazine and sold the story of his life wow called revelations of itt lincoln former member of parliament who became a
1: spy the long title, but I can see how it would be a good sign. I was really yeah. hoping that you would be like, he started a mechanics college. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> no.
2: I mean, they could have done it in his honor, maybe. So, which would have been a real embarrassment to, like, the British government. Sure. That they allowed this guy to, you know, he yeah. was letting a lot of secrets out. Sure. So, they wanted to get him back, so they hired the Pinkertons. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. To, to track him down. They're the worst. Yeah. Forever, Right. They've been the worst. When Forever. did the Pinkertons start? Probably early 1800s, I think. The Pinkertons? Yeah. yeah. In Italy? Early 1800s? I did remember
0: you? seeing... Master Tito. uh On your HBO Max account, thank you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, saw Cut that. that. <laughs> uh, Gilded Age, uh, which is kind of like Downton Abbey, but in like New York City around the Gilded Age, hence the title. And they talk about the Pinkertons. And, yeah, they had a long, storied career.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Pinkertons nabbed him, kidnapped thanks,
1: him. Thanks, thanks for the HBO minute. You're like welcome. we already established, they had a long story career, but Ryan saw it on HBO. I did yeah. on the Guild. Well, it sets
2: kind of a, a timeline. I didn't know when they started.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it was the early eighties. They've been around for like a couple hundred. Because weren't the Pinkertons the ones that investigated Abraham Lincoln's murder? Yeah. and found yeah. all the like the, the, the huge Project. plot, yes. the coup d'état. But yeah. there was also, they also did a whole bunch of really bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they did.
2: So they nabbed him and they brought him back to London. Okay. And then the British threw him in jail for three years. And then they deported him. Back so, to Hungary? Um, he was supposed to go back to Hungary, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And during...
0: <laughs> go back to Hungary!
2: <laughs> during the deportation, he engaged and met all of these really right-wing... Military Germans at the time on his I don't know walk back I don't did know that how end you well for someone. him?
1: Um, uh, it, I mean,
2: sure. So did
1: any of them had just like not gotten in art school? <laughs> yes. So he, uh, he really? Yeah. He so, met Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
2: he he ran into this guy, and I have I've never heard of this before. Do you know what the Weimar Republic is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he ventured into the Weimar Republic okay. and he met this guy named Cap. Cap. I think who was – uh, so the Weimar Republic, there was a coup that happened. And I don't know who it was between. Yeah, But there was a coup. And he came right at the right time to be a part of this coup. And he became the the censor, the press secretary yeah. for mm-hmm. it or okay. press censor for it. and But the coup only lasted – I think a couple weeks at best. But during that couple weeks, Adolf Hitler came like to visit the coup that was going on because I think yelling. it was it was this, you know, kind of on the road to
0: Nazis. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. So this is like mid or early midish 1930s. Yeah. Give or take. Sure.
2: I I stopped writing just, down dates because there were so many, yeah, but yeah. I should
1: just enough time for Neville Chamberlain to be like, they're probably fine. <laughs> they're fine. they <No> good be <laughs> yeah. fine. They'll be fine. No problem. So
2: he met Hitler, uh, and they hit it off. And
0: would you like to just go get some beers? <laughs> you just want to yeah. get out of here and get some beers? Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Do you think he was ever just like maybe five dry beers, Full yeah. six, even?
3: Yeah.
2: Do you think he ever just did that? Do you think Hitler was ever like, "Let's just go grab some beers"? No,
1: I know this place. Around I the think Nor Macdonald. I think it's Nor Macdonald has a really great joke about him about how like people are always like, "Yeah, I like it." Made sense. He rose to power. He was a great public speaker. But every time you hear him speak, he's
3: like, <laughs> he's
1: screaming. Yeah, yeah, blood curdling. I don't. I don't. Maybe
2: the PA system wasn't as good. You know, like he was. Maybe it wasn't. Somebody even told him yet. to project, and he yeah. would just. Always well, I think it.
1: part of it is just the German language is bonkers. It, it is, is bonkers. so wild. <laughs> it's, it it's, is, yeah.
2: So then the coup was overturned. I don't know what happens to coups huh. when they like they're well th- like overthrown. Done. Can you be? Can you? The coups overthrow. What happens? What's it called when you overthrow a coup? You've like
1: a failed CIA attempt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it
0: is. Yeah.
2: So, I'm
1: looking it up. What's it called when you overthrow a coup? Go on. A it would probably just be another coup. Well, no, I guess a coup has to be military led, right? Has to be the military that overtakes the government. Yes, it is an, it's a military yeah. organization. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when that
2: happened, he
1: had to flee to Budapest. and So he's back in Hungary.
2: He, and yeah. And on his way, he ran into a lot of fringe factions along the way.
1: It sounds like this guy attracts them. He does. Yeah, yeah, no, he's <laughs> he does. I'm just impressed with this guy's ability to just This is the this he is, is the, like the Forrest Gump Of of dictators. He just keeps running into stuff. Like, he's like, oh, and I met Hitler. And then, like, I was trying to get back from, you know, uh, Virginia to Maine and it happened upon January 6th. Yeah. I must (laughs) have had about 37
0: Dr. Peppers.
2: (laughs) One of the fringe factions that he uh, ran into was called the White International,
0: which doesn't really sound good.
2: And it also Uh, seems. Mm. Go on. Was there a... In uh, Budapest at the time, what do you think White International was for? Was it a racist type of thing?
1: I don't know. I, like, I, don't know. I, I don't even know that I could picture a person from Hungary. Yeah. I can't either. Like, do they look Eastern European? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they probably do. Yes. Anyway. I think it's could be, a Balkan state. I could
2: be wrong. Oh. Okay, He became their secretary. He's, the man, this area, dude too. was really good at typing. He was. Gosh, he was a really good a secretary. And they so they entrusted him. He was him, the secretary of states. Yeah, multiple. Yeah. Uh, they entrusted with him their archives, like all their written history and their rules. If and, I've learned anything
1: about ITT, it's you don't trust him with things. You don't, because then he went to like <laughs> three countries' secret Herb. services. It's and like, and hey, I got the this archives.
2: stuff. He did. He, like, he sold it off. He made copies and sold it off to all, like three different countries. He's Secret walking Services. in, the
1: radio's on, and he's like, is that Adolf? Yeah. Is that? <laughs> he's like, I know that guy. I know that guy. What's he doing now? <laughs> Hungary is bordered
0: by Slovakia, Austria, Slovenia, Croatia, oh, Serbia, yeah.
1: Romania, and Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people whose last names end in, like, ick. Ick. yeah yeah yes. exactly. yeah exactly
0: yeah vitz
2: he had to uh, of course flee once again because now there's this like you know faction that is after him they know they've you know he sold all their stuff <laughs> so he fled everywhere, does everywhere he
1: goes he's running in like a 1940s movie with a whole crowd chasing him <laughs> he after. is
2: like the he gets run out of everywhere <laughs> yeah so then he went to china right <laughs> so and it, I would right.
0: just spit out Miller Lite on the microphone. <laughs>
2: so, wow. yeah, it just happens
0: it upon the Boxer Rebellion. I'll just go to China. <laughs> he,
2: so he goes to China. That's <laughs> a
0: great story, by the way. Wait, the, hold on. The boxer, Timeline-wise.
2: I don't know. I didn't write dates down. I boxer rebellion.
1: No, no, no. That was was Hoover, he right? in the
2: Boxer Rebellion?
0: That was Hoover and his wife,
1: right? Uh, oh, so it would have been before this. So the, he was post-Boxer Rebellion. He probably could have All caused
2: right. it. I don't know. So he he goes to China and he starts working for the like warlords, different warlords. <laughs> wow. I assume as their secretary.
0: Boxer Rebellion yeah. was
1: I, uh, 1899 through 01. Okay, yeah. So okay, he would have missed. He him. was he had just left Hungary at that yeah. point.
2: Yeah. I mean, he probably.
1: Um, no, he did. You no. you did. You said he left yeah. in 1899. So you can't prove that he was. not he there.
2: was he was working for these warlords in China. <laughs>
1: just slinging opium just just, yeah, just.
2: I, he'll do whatever yeah. and so and when he was there he converted to buddhism and he became huh. an abbot of his own monastery <laughs> so <laughs> this guy was very religious fluid and he like fluid. i saw pictures of like I'll show him he's like, you, yeah, but, yeah, he Buddha, like, yeah, Budapest. Yeah, that makes. First, he looks like. In the beginning, he looks like an accountant, right? Okay. He's got a mustache, you know, like a. By the end, he looks air. like Genghis Khan, and then <laughs> he be, he converts to Buddhism, and he like shaves part of his head, and he's got uh-huh. the long the ponytail. ponytail and the back rat tail. And he changed his name to so abbot must be a position in a monastery. It's but, right
0: under Castello.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's good. Right under what Costello Abbott? Oh, Abbott and Costello. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize you said Costello, and I was like, How the hell do you know that? I said, he, I said Castello, which yeah. is wrong.
2: Yeah, it took me a minute because first I thought like, sure. Oh, he probably. So he changed his <laughs> name to Abbott Chow Kung. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh, and he had this monastery. Where, I guess, you have... I love Russ stories. <laughs> Dude, it was, it's Chao Kung. C-H-A-O <laughs> space
1: K-U-N-G. Chow Kung. Abbott,
2: Abbott, he Kung. sounds like a Street Fighter.
0: It really does.
2: Yeah. Chao oh, Kung.
1: wow. Except for when he comes out, you're just really confused. <laughs> yeah, you're like, confused. why is this Eastern European who's, guy, who's guy? Chow <laughs> Kung? I, I'm,
2: I'm telling you, it's, this guy. And to be a part of his monastery, yeah. you had to give
1: him all of your earthly possessions. Mm, to like, of course. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, this guy. And he and he now owns the Washington Post. He's
0: got like a teacher's drawer full of just toys.
1: I, no. Wait, like a, what is that, that Chinese group, the cult that owns the Washington Post? Or maybe it's not. Oh, the later. Shao, the yeah. dancers, the
2: yes, acrobats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yun Jen or something.
0: Sh- Shin, Yun? Shin, Shin Yun? Shin Yun, yeah. That Shin thing Yun. that you keep
2: seeing commercials it's a for.
1: It's something. actually owned by a cult. It's a cult. Yeah, and the performers are yeah. in the cult. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, it's banned in like it's banned in China actually. It is. Well, because
0: it's all about like China before communism is like the whole vibe of the no, show. No, that's it's about the joining show, the cult. But they are and
1: the cult is like you have to join the cult. You give us all your possessions. There's like one man and woman. And that it's run the related
2: whole thing. to Moon. What's his name? The, yeah. Uh, yeah, some young Moon. Yeah, that's so that's what that the guy was, that family.
1: I they was, I don't know. If, maybe it's not the Washington Post, but it's a major American newspaper that that cult owns. Yeah, it's a cult, wow. for real. It's bananas. Yeah. Reverend
0: Moon was Korean, I think. But, okay, yeah. I see what we're saying. Unification yeah. Church. Was, yes, uh, the Unification Church. Was, yeah. sun, was Sun Moon.
1: Yeah, it's that. It's that. Yeah, They own that Young so thing. So the Unification and they, Church owns...
2: Or something. Shen- they're, they're I'm going to look this up. No, they they're definitely
1: own one of the major newspapers in the United States. Okay. <laughs> so as the Abbot Chao
2: Chow Kung, he went to the Emperor of Japan... And got a, a side gig making anti-British propaganda. Okay. Like media. Clearly he didn't learn his lesson. Yeah, PowerPoint or whatever, Secretary. Sure. Yeah. Um, after the start of World War II, he told the Hitler, he went back to his friend Hitler and said, listen, I can bring the Buddhists to you. I can bring the Buddhists to the Nazis, right? That's a... Because it was a large population. And that's something that they wanted
0: to yeah it's wild right I think I'm doing a deep dive and it's very
1: disturbing it is it's yeah, dump in there Go <laughs> on. Yeah. Just, Go on. also is. the more we talk about it, the more likely it is we get murdered so. yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> or join
0: a, a Chinese acrobatic troop
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would all fit in so well
2: yeah so he uh yeah so he told Hitler and whoever else that he could bring them the Buddhists and the SS who I think it was Herman Gorig or whatever, told it was really on board with it. Yeah. And he asked for like Japanese troops or whatever to help in that effort. And they were going to give it to him. And then. If it weren't
1: for those pesky kids. He was <laughs> going to go into Tibet. And like, yeah, it turns out this guy the whole time was just three kids in <laughs> a trench coat. It could have been like, I just, he's a villain in a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So he, they were going to do it. They, and they take were it on off, board. It was
1: never, Neville Chamberlain the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> And then
2: uh, Hitler like lost his taste for like the metaphysical stuff.
0: Oh yes, yes, the
2: Buddhist right. stuff, the Ark of the Covenant, all that stuff, the, and it uh, kind of fell by the wayside
1: because yeah. he was
0: deep into the occult. Yeah,
1: yeah. And he did a lot of meth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 There's so many opiates or not opiates, but amphetamines have, in that. I wouldn't system.
0: be surprised if he did, but didn't he have like syphilis or something? Like Hitler had some venereal thing, oh, for or, sure, yeah, that messed yeah. with him.
1: But I mean, all like all those dudes were like so like crazy, drugged out on amphetamines yeah. all the time. Yeah.
2: So he didn't get like his military. He didn't get his Aww. his, his soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> but lost right around this time, yes, the Dalai Lama passed away. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so of the twelve robes.
0: So he said, "Gunga Gungula." Uh,
1: Gunga, I'll be Gunga. the
2: thirteenth Dalai Lama.
0: This guy became the 13th Dalai Lama. Okay,
2: so according to the Tibetan people, he wasn't. They wouldn't accept it. You can't
1: just call yourself the Dalai Lama and make it so. According to the Japanese
2: and the Germans, this guy was the 13th (laughs) Dalai Lama.
1: I love that Germans are like, no, no, that's him. <laughs> no, that's him. That's yeah. the Dalai you, you, Lama. You've obviously got there's it There's like wrong. a really rigorous, weird process for finding the Dalai Lama as a child. Yeah, there's isn't like there? a mirror. You have yeah. to like look among all these
2: trinkets and choose the mm. one. And, it, that and was they owned pick him, him the as Dalai a Lama. child, correct? Yeah. yeah. And my, there was some kid in Michigan that became a Dalai Lama, right?
0: My college era roommate is now the Dalai Lama. <laughs> my college era <laughs> landlord. The when Dalai I lived Lama. off campus. His uncle is the current Dalai Lama.
1: Shut up! And is what? that why he's been to Bloomington multiple times?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why the Tibetan Center is down there.
1: I, I did know, know that the Dalai Lama like had
0: some connection to Bloomington. He got so upset when my uh, college roommate at the time like accused him of like basically doing something shady with our lease, and he was like, "Do you know who my uncle is? Do you know who my uncle is?" And David, my roommate, was like, "No." And he's like, "He's the Dalai Lama. You think I would do that to you?" <laughs> <laughs> and David's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs>
3: What?
1: Can you imagine somebody saying, <laughs> your "Uncle's a Dalai Lama. It's, it's not like my dad's a lawyer. Yeah. We're gonna sue your ass, my uncle. My uncle is the Dalai Lama. That is. The Bayer security. When deposit. I was in college, when I was in college, we used to like uh, have fake <laughs> fights in bars. Oh, I love just that. Just to like see who could say like the most absurd thing. I would sure. fake fight to get words. somebody else to like crack. Um, and I won't say the things that we said because mm-hmm. they're not, but. I Man, I wish I would have n- had that one in my back pocket because I would have won a fake fight with, look, I'm going to tell my uncle who's the Dalai Lama. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to
0: kick your oh. ass. I wonder how many there have been. So is there, he was a to Japan and to Germany, he is the 13th, but to Tibet, yeah, there had like, to have been, a, like, know, yeah, this, yeah, who is this guy?
2: Yeah, this isn't our spiritual leader whatever so it is. So what
0: happened to Ignaz Trevich Lincoln?
2: Okay, I'll tell you.
0: When he was the Dalai Lama,
2: he then wrote a letter to Hitler protesting the Holocaust.
1: So I don't know if he had like um, – His Orthodox Jews started to show or something. Yeah. Oh, I did, That didn't even connect with me, yeah. that Hitler was talking to this dude. He probably had no idea. He had no idea. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. like
2: – Orthodox Jews was like five, you know, yeah. disguises. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. And
1: it was at least three religions ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was
2: in parliament. And um so. Just playing the slap bass. <laughs> yeah, dreads. <laughs> Just parliament.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, the last haircut, the last hair, haircut he had, I've been I've bootsy and something like that. He changed his name to George.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: just
1: on the p oh, funk railroad,
2: baby. So he wrote, he wrote a letter to Hitler saying, "I am against the Holocaust." I, the Dalai Lama.
1: Yes. Hi, <laughs> Dalai Lama of Germany and Japan. Am against the Holocaust.
2: He did, and then Hitler didn't like that, so he told Japan to poison him, and huh. and they. They did, and he died. of oh.
0: stomach troubles in 1943. A low tummy ache. That's it. Wow. Where did you find out about this guy? Uh,
2: you know what? I don't know. I wrote processes. So I heard it at some point, mine. or or in the process of reading something else, and I just wrote the name down. It's great. And then weeks later, I saw the name, and
0: it's a very rough story.
2: Man. Yeah. That, it's 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 pretty wild.
1: Great. So, we're going to take a break. Yeah. And then when we come back, I have a story about a different person that uh, I can't pronounce.
0: Facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy. It doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming, but there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans, and that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation, and you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities. Browse the current open job openings in these communities and receive your free shirt. That's
1: InVets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Welcome back. That was something. That was wild. Sergei Konstantinovich Krikalev. <laughs> Krikalev. Krikalev. Krikalev? K-R-I-K-A-L-E-V. Krikalev? Krikalev. He was born August 27, 1958 in Leningrad, All right. which is now St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. Russia, not Florida. In high school, he enjoyed swimming, skiing, cycling, Acrobatic flying and authoritarianism What's and a- amateur radio operations, particularly from space. What's acrobatic flying? Gymnastics. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to ask Olivia, my daughter, if that if she wants on Mondays. Hey, do you want to go to acrobatic flying today? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm guessing it's that, no. That makes sense. It's the gymnastics where like you do in the air thing. the flips. And things. Yeah. yeah. Graduated from high school in 1975. And then he earned a mechanical engineering degree from Leningrad Mechanical Institute, LMI. Oh, yeah. The tigers. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting. Uh, yeah. No, that would make sense in Russia. Right. Fighting snow panthers. I feel like there's <laughs> there's snow certainly panthers. probably snow
0: leopards in Russia. Snow yeah. leopards, yeah. There'd be snow tigers. Still are, they there, closed my, are
2: there snow panthers?
0: Uh, spider system. What? Oh, the spider. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like in, uh, the, uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, love I love that story. Oh, by the way, uh, Leningrad Mechanical Institute is now Baltic State Technical University, or Ball State for short. Okay. Um, satellite. 1981, he joined. <laughs> <laughs> Texas A&M has a satellite in Saudi Arabia. Do they? Yeah, yeah it's under wow. investigation right now. Oh, oh, Texas has a satellite in. Well, Saudi so Saudi Arabia? Arabia paid Texas A&M to like have exclusive rights to all their nuclear research. And the United States whoa. found out about it and was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I knew that Texas A&M had a Saudi Arabia campus, and that's why they have, like, just more. Like, I mean, they just paid their football coach, like, $75 million to go away. Like, that doesn't yeah. happen without lots and lots of money. Wow. Yeah. Uh, be like Texas. Yeah. Be like Texas. In <laughs> 1981, he joined NPO Energia, the Russian organization responsible for crude space flight activities. Oh, course. okay. Yeah, <clears throat> so he tested flight equipment. He developed space operators' methods and participated in ground control ops. So uh, when Salyut S A L Y U T seven failed, he was on the rescue mission team. So like huh. he wants to be an astronaut. Yeah, right? like, a cosmonaut. That's, that's his. Yeah, well, sure. Cosmonaut yeah, in, yeah, in the parlance on, of on, our time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <will> be cosmonaut. Nineteen eighty five. He was selected as a cosmonaut. Yes, oh. um, I love cold water. And in nineteen eighty eight, he began training for his first flight aboard the Mir space station. Oh, no. I really need you to pay attention to the years here because uh-huh, they're yeah. going to become a problem. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> so it's that's all going to become a problem in a minute. It's late eighties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, launched from Mir in nineteen eighty eight. Okay. As a flight engineer in the second joint mission with France, and then they returned to Earth in April. 1989. I like it when astronauts come it back was, and they have to quarantine. You're like, and they're kind of woozy. Yeah. Kind of like that. It was his yeah. cosmonaut era. Yeah. 19, 1989. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um,
2: so, so he lived on the space station for a while? or
1: Yeah. So, but that's actually like, there's some breadcrumbs, right? So like mm-hmm. most of the time you would go to the space station. I want to say it would only be for like a few, like four to six months. <sighs> so he was there from time. November to April. Okay. So yeah, six months. And that was pretty average. Like, they didn't send people up there for very long because there were, like, certain, like, things that happen to your body if you're in space for too long. Space madness. Mm. So in 1990.
2: It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Space madness. In
1: 1990, he began preparing as a member of the backup crew for the 8th Mir mission, which was a joint Soviet-Japanese mission, which I didn't know Japan Japan had uh, space. they all have. Yeah, they all have them. Hmm. Didn't go on that one, but he did go back on the ninth Mir mission in 1991. Oh, no. Which launched Wait. in May.
0: May of 91.
1: Okay.
2: I mean, this is getting really close. Okay. Go, so, on.
1: go on, please. He ended up, he left in May of 1991. He then agreed to stay on as the flight engineer for the next crew. Uh,
0: okay. Okay. I have a feeling that something is going to happen earthside while
1: this guy's up. Was in something space. happening in Russia in the early nineties while he was there? <laughs> <laughs> so what was that? 91. Yeah, my ninety-one. So that was May. Uh-huh. So he's on his second. He's on his yeah. volunteer trip. He was yeah. supposed to come home in November. I'll stick volunteered up. to stay That's in weird. December of nineteen ninety-one. The Soviet Union dissolved. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! All I have known is he is now a cosmonaut in space for a country that doesn't exist. (laughs) So no one knows exactly how to get him home.
0: So he's just
1: on mirror. Is anyone? Well, yeah, other people are up there with him. Yeah, and I, I, I just. All They're I was wondering about, from, I as yeah. I was doing, like, as I was reading this dude's Wikipedia page, all I was wondering was, like, the multitudes of astronauts that came and went while he was still there. And yeah. nobody was like, we have room.
2: Do you think yeah. they like have room? Yeah,
1: you can <laughs> come with us. Just jump on. Because yeah. 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 at this point, it seems relatively routine. Like, you send yeah. a ship up to Mir, you send a ship back from Mir. Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: there had to be a camaraderie there. Right, like, and, you're, like, you're, you're an working with these
1: astronaut. people. Yeah. Like, they... They had to have been like, "Dude, just come back." Yeah. Like, also, there's a new movie coming out. ISS. That's, yeah, that's the that's what made me start looking into so, this. So, have you have you heard about no, this? I don't know. So, so, basically, there's Russian and Americans uh-huh. on the ISS and they go to war on the ground. And so they tell the astronauts to go to war on the space. Oh, they, okay, they look out the cool. window
0: and they see nuclear explosions on Earth and each side now has to conquer the ISS. Do you um, think
2: you can see
0: the Russia from, from my sp- <laughs> house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> from space, you know how they say you can see the Great Wall of China. I think that's a foul. That's thing. fake. Yeah. That's not real. Oh well that so they definitely can't see the Berlin Wall.
1: <laughs> well, not anymore. No. Yeah. 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 No, that's actually yeah, that's not true. Um I don't think However, yeah, the Great Wall of China is bigger than people think that it is. Yeah. It's like it, anyway. What about with like binoculars or something?
2: You, I mean, they may not be able to see it with the naked eye, but how much I, how I big bet, of a, like I a bet telescope? you if they had a
1: telescope. Yeah. Uh, which would be really counterproductive on a space. <laughs> station. Yeah. That's so weird uh, to think about. <laughs> well, it's, it's powerful sound so light. he ends up he ends up being there from May of nineteen ninety one to March of nineteen ninety two. Wow. He was in space for three hundred and eleven days, which was like about triple what he was originally yeah. supposed to be there, something like that. Wait a minute. It's never nighttime in space, is it? It's always nighttime. I think nighttime. it's never daytime.
2: It's never daytime?
1: Yeah, based on the movies I've seen. It looks dark. They've probably the got like little visors or little things <laughs> you can just slide down on the yeah. window
2: i was just, just thinking, yeah, or just, an IMAS. Like, how do they sleep if the sun's out all the time? But that's a very <laughs> no, it's rudimentary. Once, yeah, view of space. I guess I just <laughs> yeah, imagine, it's not like, Alaska. The sun's really big. It's, it's gotta sun as large.
1: Well, but I just I did just read something about that. That like once you get past a certain part of our atmosphere, it's just dark everywhere. You can't see the sun. You can, you but it's not sun. like here. It's not like daytime and nighttime like it's sure. just a ball no i know there. it's not daytime and space but i <laughs> it doesn't sound like you do know that but because it sounds I, I like what you were just like, saying was that it's always you know daytime what, and space right. right. you're 100 percent right. That's, i did ju- you know what i did believe that
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> like that also could be the play we write it's always daytime mm, and space it's always daytime in yeah. space he spent so much time away from earth's gravity he became 0.02 seconds younger than others born at the same time as him oh, oh wow uh cool. relativity yeah Black hole. Uh, he returned to Earth as the last Soviet citizen. Oh, which, man. Yeah. Where have you been on this time? How did he get back? Yeah, I, I wish I would have dove deeper. In it. I would assume it was the, the simple solution that Probably we had all capsule. presented, which was like didn't somebody being of, like, just get in the thing and come back home. And he was like, yeah, I guess we could do that
2: now. Didn't part of the mirror like, come back into the Earth's atmosphere? Didn't it crash back to Earth at some point? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. And I, I was just wondering mirror. if like he was just like, screw show. it. He was like, he hopped in like a, you know, a part he of me. He just Mir- waited until it just, got really close just to cut hit the ground off. and jumped off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, um. So he had a, a, a documentary about him in 1995 called The Last Soviet Citizen. Hmm. Or no, sorry. he was The documentary was called Out of the Present. And then there was a movie in 2019 called Sergio and Sergey that was made about him. So there are ways that you can, yeah. you know, learn more about this guy. What was his name again? So, Sergey Kil- Ker- Krikale- Krik- oh, like, Krikalev. 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 Sergei Krikalev. In 1994, he flew to the Wake Shield facility, so he spent another eight days in space then. Um, he was one of the very first people that entered the International Space Station. Cool. So he became, like, obviously, like, he has all this time in space. Like, he's a very well-known and well-respected yeah. astronaut in yeah. the community. One thing that I thought was interesting about the first space... Uh, ISS mission yeah. was it launched from Kazakhstan? Really? Yeah. Huh. Like very nice. By the way, <laughs> we have space. <laughs> Kazakhstan, very large. country. Number one space station going to ISS.
0: Dude, have you seen how big? <laughs> look! Look how big Kazakhstan is. It is a large country. I've been to Kazakhstan. Yeah.
1: What have you? What do you? Can you share what you did? Or are do you, you want a to Kazakh? Share? Never mind. It's. I'm pretty sure Manus is in Kazakhstan. Yeah, what is Manus? Um, it's a, like, military installation. Okay, okay, okay. So when you go to Afghanistan, you go to Manus first while okay. you, like, process your administrative stuff. Yep. And then that's where you go from Manus to Afghanistan. When you go to Iraq, well, which I guess people don't do this. Well, they do. But when you used to go to these countries, when you go to Iraq, you go through Kuwait. Okay. And you Acclimatizing Kuwait when you go to Afghanistan, you go through Manus. Manus, when I was there, was real freaking cold. Yeah, it's not a very big base. Like it's literally just like a bunch of tents. Like it's it's a holdover place where you do some administrative stuff and wait for a bird to go to. You country. see the sites? No, there's no sites to see. Like you literally, you don't. In Manus, we were only there for like three or four days, and it yeah. was just like a holdover for administrative stuff to take a C-130 from there to Afghanistan. Just shivering until you could get to... Yeah, but, like, this was 2011, so, like, we just spoke in Borat voice the entire... Because it was still very relevant. As you should have. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> like, the entire time we were there, it was just like, very nice. Uh, you got right that. Right you got that. I wonder <laughs> if they use that for their
2: tourist board. I wonder if <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen has actually mm. gone to Kazakhstan and, like,
1: shilled for their Maybe. board of tourism, made commercials. He spent five months on Expedition One, for ISS, and then went back on Expedition Eleven, which is where he broke the record for the most days in space at seven hundred forty eight days, Jeez which sweet. surpassed Sergey, the other Sergey Ardev, A R D E Y E V. Wow, Ardev, Ardev, uh, they're nice. He's <laughs> No I can't stop. Yeah, I, it's okay for people younger than thirty. This movie was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, that people quoted before Instagram and where you would just DM people memes yeah. you would just sit around and quote Movies. Anchorman or Dum- uh, Dum- Borat yeah, <laughs> or, or, yeah. Big yeah. Lebowski uh, yeah. mom meatloaf he currently now sits at fourth all time 803 days 9 hours and 39 minutes in space wow in 2018 he became a confidant of Vladimir Putin uh, oh, of course over elections oh okay. oh so like everything was going really well, like on on us liking this guy until, yeah. I mean, twenty eighteen. If you remember what's going on in the world, like if he's if he's Putin's elections guy, yeah, like yeah. He clearly been, he made some life choices that I wouldn't agree with. He would have been there on January six. He probably was. <laughs> <laughs> he has been awarded. He has two awards in Russia. Oh, he has only two. Well, like the like he has the big ones. Yeah, the hero of Russia. And the hero of the Soviet Union. He's not dead. He's 65 years old. Wow. Wow. Imagine being in space and, like, because of that movie, like, shoot. Oh, he's (laughs) like that Tom Hanks movie, Terminal,
2: where Uh he is stuck in the airport because the country no longer exists. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of
0: space, on a personal note, my uncle texted the family today. Shout out to Uncle Dick. Shout out, Uncle Dick. And he said uh, his, his new wife. Uh, and he had a wonderful visit. My my aunt passed away uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's remarrying. Uh, he said, we had a wonderful visit to West Point last week. Oh. They established a first ever scholarship to the Cadet Corps in his dad, my late grandfather's memory. Oh, that's cool. Uh, alongside the Astronaut Scholarship Foundation. So any cadet at West Point who wants to pursue a career in space can apply for this scholarship in honor of my late papa class of
1: 1950 I have logistical and administrative questions about that
0: (laughs) you can text Uncle Dick
1: Uncle Dick historically not a fan of the podcast stopped listening after episode 3 after Jefferson and made sure to let us know yeah Um, we um, still love him yeah yeah. I I have have zero qualms with Uncle Dick
0: well this has been episode 1 of season Mm 6 and we're so glad that you've been joining us in a couple weeks we're going to release episode 2 which we're actually going to record right now right now right now Uh, We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.